0: hello everyone in the spirit of holidays in this episode we will be talking about phrases you can use for christmas and new year as well as beliefs that filipinos especially bisaya practice during this holiday season so this isn't just about learning the language but also learning the culture of the bisaya If you like my podcast please become my patron at patreon.com cojstuff stuff or you can make a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash stuff i'd appreciate all the help i can get so i can make more contents for you i don't really earn anything for making this podcast so all the donations all the the support that I can get is highly appreciated. Thank you! Hello again, everyone! Maayong at law gabi tanan din ha kung asaman mo dapit sa kalibutan. Welcome back to my podcast. The holiday season is in the air, cold wind, busy streets, places full of lights and ornaments, and most of all, parties and drinks while i don't personally celebrate christmas because of religious beliefs a lot of filipinos celebrate christmas as part of tradition and culture that means this is one of the things you need to learn about binisaya so i thought maybe i should teach you some few phrases and traditions related to christmas and new year of course when we talk about celebrations and culture greetings and showing gratitude are obviously quintessential but before that we're going to learn first vocabularies relating to Christmas and the holidays in December. Okay? So, yeah, right. So let's get down to it. Now, first thing we need to learn are the holidays. There are actually 3 dates that you need to watch out for during the Christ during the December or the holiday season. So For the most part, Pasco is the a lot of people celebrate Pasco. Now the word Pasco actually came from the Bible, which is Pasqua. But Pasco would mean Christmas in in Binisaya. So Christmas is Pasco. So Christmas Day is Pasco. Next vocabulary that we need to learn is New Year. So, New Year is composed of two words, new, which is bago in Cebuano, and year, which is tuig. Now, you just put them together, it becomes bagong tuig. So, bagong nga tuig. So, it came from bago, new, then the descriptive particle nga, and then tuig. You're describing the year as new. So, it's a new year. Now, if you want to learn more about the how to use the um linking particle nga this descriptive linking particle nga you have to go back to my previous episode which discuss how to create people because they're it's actually discussed there. Okay, so we have two holidays now. We have Christmas which is Pasco and a new year which is Bagungtue. Personally I don't celebrate Pasco, we don't have that in my religion, but Obviously, not everyone um, doesn't follow my kind of beliefs. So most of you probably, because Christianity and Catholicism is very well influenced all over the world. So I'm pretty sure that you are celebrating Christmas for the most part. So, so that's one thing you need to watch out for. Christmas is Pasko, right? And the New Year is Bagong Tuig. Coming from Bago nga tuig, bagong tuig. Right now, some people celebrate Thanksgiving um, late Dece- late November, or early December, and some some churches actually celebrate Thanksgiving during December. So Thanksgiving in Cebuano is pasalamat. So that's P A S A L M A T. Pasalamat. Thanksgiving. Now. During the Christmas, most Filipinos celebrate the or welcome the Pasco, the Christmas, at during Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve is desperas sa Pasco in Cebuano. Disperas sa Pasco. Des sa Pasco. Desperas sa Pasco. Now, desperas, I think is Spanish. Which means like a night before. So that would be Desperas a Pasco. This is particle sa, which is if you are taking my lesson, you would know what it is. But in this case, I'm going to explain it to you. When you have two nouns, common nouns, next to each other, in this case, Desperas, which is the night before an event, and then Pasco, which is Christmas, so it becomes a possessive case because pasco is now owning this peras, and because of that you have to use particle sa in between so when you have two nouns next to each other you need to you need to link them together with a particle sa so that's why it becomes this pasco which means christmas eve right what about new year the same thing with new year most filipinos celebrate the coming of a new year so a lot of celebrations happen during the night of the new year so the same thing new year is bagong tuig remember so new year is bagong tuig, and then dispiras is the night before a celebration so dispiras sa bagong tuig. now bagong tuig is another common noun and dispiras is another common noun so you have two nouns next to each other So you have to place particles sa in between as a way to link those two nouns together, having bagong tuig own the word despira. So that would mean they are now related to each other. So despira sa bagong tuig, New Year's Eve. Right, so those are the holidays that you need to remember, okay? Right, so there are two special occasions that you need to prepare for every December in the Philippines, with the exception, of course, of the birthdays. Of course, number one is Christmas, as I mentioned earlier, and the other one is New Year. These two occasions are very big in the Philippines. In fact, it's the only occasion where Filipinos go all out. Seriously, we cook all the food we want to eat, like we're feeding an entire village, even though we can't finish them all, and we don't have really the money to really spend a lot of money but we really try hard to like really go all out after the celebration all the food are stuck in the fridge and we eat them slowly throughout the coming days until we get tired of them or they get spoiled whichever comes first yeah that means more commonly that actually more happens more commonly than you think anyway anyway how do you greet? People during christmas and this is one thing that you need to really learn because when you're you know have spending time with your family or spending time with the people you love you need to greet them right especially in this kind of occasion so how do you greet them it's it's very easy just say maayong pasko it's not we came from "Maayo nga Pasco basically you're just describing Pasco as good. Maayo maayo means good and Pasco is Christmas. So you're basically describing Pasco Christmas as maayo or good. The same thing if you go back to our previous episode, you will learn how to greet people. I'm pretty sure you've listened to it. So in that episode we talked about how to greet people. It's exactly the same thing. You're just changing good evening from good evening or good good morning you're just changing morning or evening with pasco or any kind of celebration so maayong pasco maayong adlaw maayong gabiin. the same thing it's just that the event has changed okay now this is a general greeting uh, which literally means good Christmas. So yeah, good Christmas. You're wishing them good Christmas. So maayo is good. But descriptive particle nga, so it becomes maayong. So the descriptive particle nga is cut off, shortened, and attached to maayu. So that's why it becomes maayong from maayong nga. And then Pasko, which is Christmas, so that so when you want to greet someone, you say Maayong Pasko, which means you're you're wishing them ha- to have a good Christmas or a Merry Christmas. Now these are extensions to do. There are actually extension to this. Let's say you're greeting someone over the phone. Instead of just saying Maayong Pasko, you should say Maayong Pasko kanimo, diha. Maayong Pasko, kanimo diha. No, maayong Pasko is, uh, I think we've already established that, that would mean like good Christmas or wishing someone good Christmas or Merry Christmas, right? Now, kanimo is actually a directional pronoun. We use this when we want to direct something to that, to that person. So, kanimo would be, it came from the word nimo, which is yours, or to you. So, maayong Pasko, to you kanimo dinha over there so dinha is another pronoun um we haven't discussed pronouns yet but if you are my student we've definitely talked about this if you've been with my class for a very long time we've definitely talked about um demonstrative pronouns already and this dinha would be a locative type of demonstrative pronouns that would mean you're pointing out a location where the this speaker, this, the listener is. So, Maayong, bun, bu, maayong Pasko, Kanimo din ha? That would mean, Merry Christmas to you there. Okay? So, Maayong Pasko is Merry Christmas. Kanimo is a form of promo, pronoun, which means singular you. You, we have different kind of pronouns. It could be singular or plural. In this case, this is singular, so that's why it's Kanimo. It's a... It's um, what they call this? It's a directional way of saying you, like you're directing something to that person, right? So that means if you are referring to one person, there's a specific pronoun for it. If you are referring to more than one person, there's there's another p- pronoun that we use, and if you are talking about another person that is not. The person you're talking to, we also use another pronoun, but we will not discuss pronouns today. Just remember for now that one of the meanings of kanimu is to you. To you or for you. Yeah, because we don't have preposition. That's a thing. So anything that is directed... That's why Filipinos are very bad with prepositions. Because we don't have prepositions in our language. Instead, we have an encompassing particle, which is particle sa. And sometimes in a pronoun, we don't use sa anymore. We just use a different pronoun that in directly indicate direction. Which is an example for this is Right. So next is dinha, dinha is a demonstrative pronoun indicating location from the speaker but close to the person you are talking to. It's equivalent to there in English. Right? So when you want to greet someone who is far from where you are, you say maayong pasko kanimu deha. So when you're when you're talking to someone over the phone, normally that person is very far away from you. So one way to greet that person is saying maayong pasko kanimu deha. Because when you say, Maayong Pasko, de, it indicates that the person you're talking to is very far from you. And it is translated to English as Merry Christmas to you there. Okay? So if you're talking to more than one person, just replace kanimo with kaninyo. Kaninyo. That's K-A-N-I. N y o kaninio. No, kaninio is the plural form of kanimo. Kanimo is singular. You're only talking to one person. To you as one person, but when you say kaninio, that would mean to you, but all of you, you all of you. Like there're probably other people, um, like the family of the person you're talking to. You are kind of like when you say maayong pasko kaninong. Kaninyo, then that would mean that you're including some people that is close to the listener yeah again one person maayong pasko kanimo din ha two persons and more maayong pasko kaninyo din ha right and some people even say maayong pasko kaninyong tanan din ha so tanan would be all so maayong pasko merry christmas kaninyo Which is you, all of you, tanan is all, and then dinha is there. So, Maayong Pasko kaninyong tanan dinha. That means Merry Christmas to all of you there. Got it? Okay, so that is for the greeting for Christmas. What about for, for New Year's Eve? It's the same thing. You just have to replace Pasko when new year or bagong tuig maayong bagong tuig kaninyo dinha maayong bagong tuig kanimo dinha right so you're just replacing the 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 um event on in the sentence like right? maayong pasko maayong adlaw good day to you maayong gabi good evening maayong hapon good afternoon oh uh, maayong uh, pasko maayong bagong tuig okay right so that is for the greetings but how do you respond to that greeting so when somebody tells you that oh maayong pasko maayong pasko ni mo hap, maayong pasko kanimo maayong pasko kaninyo then your response should be maayong pasko usab maayong pasko sab Remember, if you go back to our previous episode in season one, I think, yeah, I talked about how to respond to greetings. And that would be like if somebody tells you good morning, good afternoon, you say good afternoon too, right? And the only the one way to say good afternoon too would be ma'ayong hapun usab or sab. So when you say ma'ayong pasko usab or ma'ayong pasko sab, S-E-A-B, or Maayong Pasko Usab, USAB, that would mean Merry Christmas too. But if you want to respond the same way that the other person greeted you, like Maayong Pasko Kanimo Dinha, you can respond with Maayong Pasko Kanimo Usab. No need for Dinha. Just say Usab. Now Usab is an attitudinal particle which means to repeat or to to return the favor okay so what about new year if somebody responds to you or somebody greets you happy new year Maayong bagong tuig, din, ha? your response should be Maayong bagong tuig usab. it's the same thing you're just changing the date or the event so Maayong Bagong tuig or happy new year too or if you want to be more accurate with a greeting you can say maayong bagong okay right there is another way a simple way to respond to it by you know you can respond to greetings like by saying thank you same to you right that's an easy way to respond to a greeting you can do that as well in Cebuano. So, thank you in Cebuano. is salamat. Right? And then, same to you is sa pod or kanimo pod. Now, sa pod, is just a different form of kanimo. So, kanimo is equivalent to sa imuha. To y- Actually, it means to yours. Literally means to yours too. But. In this case, it's to you, okay, because imuha would be yours and sa would be like any kind of preposition in English, like to, so to yours, literally, sa imuha literally means to yours, however, in this context in English, you don't say that, so that would be, so the best translation for it would be to you. And then pud is short for upud, which means also or as well. So, PUD is spelled as PUD. So that's why we say Sa imuha PUD or Kanimu pud, PUD. PUD is as well. So when you want to say Thanks, thank you, same to you, or same or to you as well, you would say Salamat Sa space imuha PUD PUD or Salamat in space and then PUD. Okay? Now, if you want to learn more about the structure, about these pronouns, you're going to have to take my lesson because it's this is like a really extensive way of learning. You need some time to learn how to say this in Cebuano. And there are a lot of pronouns to memorize. So if you really want to learn about the pronouns, you're going to have to m- contact me and book a, m- a lesson for me because I'm still developing a video lesson if you're not into like a one-on-one lesson. I'm planning to make a video lesson accessible to everyone, but you're well. Of course, it's not gonna be free because I'm gonna be spending a lot of time making that. But I will. I'm planning to make that kind of of series for those who prefer to learn on their own. You know, just listening or watching a video, and while being taught how everything is done in Cebuano, I'm planning to do that as well. Okay, so those are the greetings and how to respond a greeting, right? So, again, Christmas is Pasko, New Year is Bagong Tuig. So, if you want to greet someone, Merry Christmas, you say Maayong Pasko, or if you want to greet someone, Happy New Year, you say Maayong Bagong Tuig. So, that's how you greet people, alright? I hope that's clear. If you if, if if you think I'm talking too fast and you need a little time to catch up, try to go back, try to, you know, pause the podcast, go back to the track, dra- dra- drag down the track so you, that you can go back to it later, okay? All right, now, so we're done with greetings, now we're going to have to learn some vocabularies, okay? Now, it's very important that you learn some vocabularies because this is the point of the whole thing that this, of this episode. You need to learn some vocabularies that you can use for uh, Christmas and the holidays. right? Now, I know it will be difficult for you to make your own sentence if you're just listening to the podcast, but it's good that you you have some vocabularies to work on still. Because I've given you a framework, a basic framework of how sentences are formed in Cebuano. So at least you can have something to practice on. So let's start to learn uh, vocabs. Now these vocabs are, some of them are very specific to, to celebrations. But a lot of them are like general, general terms that we use. Okay, now let's start with the food or the feast of the celebration so the feast or the food for the celebration is handa in filipino this is actually from tagalog handa h-a-n-d-a this is from tagalog it's borrowed from tagalog but we also use this in cebuano very frequently more very frequent than you think so this is a shared vocabulary with tagalog we also have a specific word for preparation like a feast, preparation in Cebuano, we call it hikay. Hikay. How do you spell that? It's H I K A Y. Hikay hikai, in the old Cebuano, very old Cebuano, hikay literally means offering. But but right now, hikay would mean like something <coughs> something like <coughs> Sorry, my throat is a bit dry. Hikai would mean um, like something that you offer to people as, a f- as like during celebration, which is most likely a food. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I just grabbed some water. Sorry about that. Okay. So a feast or food for celebration could either be handa or hikai. Right. Next vocabulary, we have gifts. No gifts. We don't have like like a native word for gifts but we do have a word that we got from another language which is I think it, it's it originated in Spanish but mostly used in Tagalog and then we just shared it from Tagalog. So gift in Cebuano or Tagalog would be regalo, regalo. That's r e g a l o regalo. Um Right. So when you have a gift, normally you would have like a wish list, right? We don't have that in Cebuano. We don't have that in, in in Tagalog as well. So we just borrow the English term wish list. So we just use the same thing as well. So if you if you want something, you can write a wish list. Just we still use the same term wish list. Right. Next would be what is very common in Christmas and New Year. It, all over the Philippines is the decoration, right? Decoration in Cebuano is decoracion, decoracion, which is borrowed, it's a vocabulary borrowed from Spanish. Decoracion would be D-E-K-O-R-A-S-Y-O-N, decoracion. It's borrowed from Spanish, which is, it sounds a lot like decoration, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Next is the lights. This is one another very common thing that is found during Christmas season or a New Year season. Every year in December, the lights, the Christmas lights. Now, we have a native word for lights for like anything that you use for like lighting as a as a display or as a decoration, we call that pasidlak. PASIDLAK. How do you spell it? That's P-A-S-I-D-L-A-K. PASIDLAK. It came from uh, the word SIDLAK. SIDLAK. So SIDLAK is a noun and an adjective at the same time which means brightness or the light. So when you say lights for decoration that would be PASIDLAK. Right. Another word that we use substitute, that can be substituted for, for pasidla would be pasiga. Pasiga. How do you spell that? So you spell it with P-A-S-I-G-A. Pasiga. It came from the word siga. S-I-G-A. Siga. It's both a noun and an adjective. When you say siga, that would mean light. That would mean light or brightness, so pasiga would mean like, oh, siga kaayo, like it's very bright, okay? As an adjective, it becomes bright, but as a noun, it becomes the light itself, the ray of light, that's siga. Okay, next, common word in during Christmas is the Christmas tree. Yeah, we don't have a word for Christmas tree, not even in Tagalog, so you can just use the English word for it, Christmas tree. it's a it's a compound word so it's christmas and then tree so you can just use that as well we we use it the same way in english christmas tree okay next is you know when during christmas or new year there's always this music playing around in the background most establishments play it some houses play it during christmas day or christmas eve to make you know, to make noise and to make everything more fun and lively. So a Christmas music or any music played for events is called patukar. patukar. How do you spell it? It's P-A-T-U-K-A-R. Patokar. Now, it came from the word tokar T-U-K-A-R, which is a verb. It's a verb means to play music or to turn on something that makes sound. So it's not just about music, it's anything that makes sounds. Like for example, if you go to a mall and they have animatronics that that plays a drum or make a sound or greets people. So those are patukar because they make sound. It's a device or a thing that makes sound. That's patukar. So it came from the word tukar. Which means to play something, to make something, to turn something on, or to switch something on so that it can make sound. Patukara. Right. Next, vocabulary. Now, this vocabulary is very commonly used in everyday conversation and ev- most celebrations. So, it's the, the word is gathering. It could be gathering of family, gathering of friends, gathering of people. So, gathering. So when you say gathering for like a celebration or something like that, for a special event, we the one word for it is panagtapok, panagtapok. Now, how do you spell it? It's P-A-N-A-G-T-A-P-O-K, panagtapok, which is a noun. Or as a verb, it means tapok, T-A-P-O-K. Now, it came from the word tapok the verb itself so the verb would means to gather or to pile up to to gather and to pile up or to collect something tapok yeah yeah that's tapok or panagtapok gathering now of course when you have when you have this kind of celebration because pasco is originally a religious thing so people would pray right people would go to churches and pray Especially if you're Catholic, so a prayer in Cebuano is called "ampo," and "panalangin." "Panalangin" is actually borrowed from Tagalog. How do you say? It? How do you spell ampu? That's "ampo"? That's A M P O. Literally, that means "pray" in Cebuano. That is the native word for praying, "ampo." But the other alternative for it is "panalangin." P A N P-A-N-A-L-A-N. A L A N G-I-N, panalangin. It's originally Tagalog. Now, what is the difference between ampo and panalangin? Now, when you say ampo, it's usually a ritual kind of praying. Um, You can repeat the same thing over and over again, and it is considered as a prayer, right? But in panalangin, it's not something that you can just keep on repeating. It's normally unique every time when you're praying. It's something like you are talking to god or whoever you believe in you're talking to that higher being and saying your peace saying your thanks asking for things um you know requesting for better life longer life or whatever you need to ask so that's normally the panalangin it doesn't really have that kind of spirituality as much as the panalangin, ambo is more like a ritual thing that you just do, right? Next is the, of course, when you when you because Christmas is often um, a religious activity, so oftentimes you would have you would go to church. So most Filipinos go to church as as early as four a.m. during Christmas. It's called Simbang Gabi, so it came so s- worship service in Cebuano is Simba, Simba, you know, Simba, the white lion. I don't know if you know that, that cartoon in 1990s. I'm very fond of it. Um, but Simba, it's spelled as S-I-M-B-A, Simba, which is a noun, which means the worship service, or a verb, I mean, to, to, do, uh, to attend a worship service or to have a worship service. So Simba is worship service. Right. Now, of course, in any celebration, There's always a dish or like a food, right? There's always something that people prepare for. Now, when you say dish in Cebuano, it's called Loto. It's also shared in Tagalog. Loto is also used in Tagalog, but it's also used in Cebuano as well. Both are native to those two languages. So dishes or food are Loto, something like home-cooked meal or home-cooked dish. Okay. Next, we have leftover, right? When you have food, you always have leftovers, right? Because it's something that we do. We cook a lot during Christmas and New Year. Filipinos love to cook a lot, like we're feeding an entire village, like I said earlier. So uh, most of the time, there's too much food that we can't finish them all, so there are leftovers, right? Now, in Cebuano, a leftover food is bahaw. Bahaw. That's B-A-H-A-W. Bahaw, which means leftover food. Bahaw literally means food that from la from the the other day, F- food from the other day. So that's literally what it means, bahaw. So it so bahaw is a leftover food. Okay. So Filipinos love bahaw. We love to reheat it and cook it again or. Make a dish out of leftover food. So we we love doing that. So we have Bahao all the time. Okay. Dessert. Now one thing that is very common during celebrations is the dessert. Now we don't have an actual word for dessert. However, we can describe a food as tam isun. Tam isun. So dessert or sweets are called tam isun. It came from the word tam is. So how do you spell it? teh T A M I S O N tam ison tam ison it came from the word tam is which means sweet so tam ison is something that is sweet if you um if you had a lesson with me this is the adjective on yeah tam is and then on that would mean like sweetish I, I might have exp- if you are my student I might have already explained this to you but for none for those who are none not a, not my student yeah this is a very long topic so you mm, it's hard to explain it in this at this point it's going to take a lot of time but when you have on at the end of the adjective that would be like an ish like for example um Pretty ish or early ish or something like that. So w- when you say pretty ish, like guapuhun, or the pretty is for female, so that would be like guapahun. Yeah, guapahun. Um, early is like early ish would be like sayu, or it's early. So on at the end would make it early ish. So sayuhun. Okay, so in this case, tam soon is like something that is sweet ish. Kind of food, so tam ison which is a dessert. All right, of course, this is something. This next vocabulary is something that that you don't miss or you don't really that that, that always exists in in Filipino celebrations, which is a viand or the main course. All right, so su- the word is sudan, sudan, S-U-D-A-N, sud. So, what is sud'an? Sud'an is any kind of food that you pair with rice. And most Filipinos eat anything with rice. So, anything that you pair with rice is called sud'an. So, you can have ham as sud'an. You can have um, fried chicken as sud'an paired with rice. You can have any kind of meat as sud'an. A pair of rice. A pair, something that you pair with rice when you're eating. That's a Sudan. And Filipinos are crazy about Sudan. Okay, next is, of course, during Thanksgiving in America, they always have turkey, right? So, turkey in Cebuano is called pabu. Pabu. How do you spell it? That's P-A-B-U. Pabu. Pabu means turkey. It's as easy as that. Of course, not everyone has thanksgiving or celebrate thanksgiving so some people just have chicken right it's a very common dish for muslim and non-muslim people so chicken is a very common food what is chicken in cebuano that is also used in tagalog the word is manok manok how do you spell it that's m-a-n-o-k manok right hope that's clear Next word is vegetable, right? Everybody loves vegetable. So you can't, it's hard to cook something, so it's hard to cook a dish. It's hard to make luto or cook a dish without vegetable, right? So vegetable, the word for vegetable that is also used in Tagalog is gulay. So that's the word, sibon, word for uh, vegetable that is used also in Tagalog. So go gu- how do you spell it? That's G-U-L-A-Y, gulay. What about fruits? It's very easy. It's also used the same way in Tagalog. So fruits in Cebuano is prutas. Frutas. Yeah, in Spanish, that would be fruta. But in Cebuano, it, it, we borrowed it from Spanish. Both Tagalog and Cebuano borrowed it from Spanish. So it's frutas with an S. P-R-U-T-E-A-S, frutas. Okay, what's next? Okay, our next word would be something that is commonly found in the kitchen, which is a table, right? A table in Cebuano is the der- der- derivative of the Spanish language, la mesa. La mesa, how do you spell it? L-A-M-E-S-A. Now, in Spanish, that would be la and then mesa because it's a, la is like an article. For female objects, feminine objects. And mesa is the word for table. So la mesa. We just borrowed that from Spanish and put them together into one word. So it becomes la mesa. L-A-M-E-S-A. La mesa. Which is a table. Right. Something that we always need when we're having a celebration. A good old table. Right. What about... Okay. So this next word is something that is quintessential in Philippine celebration of christmas and new year especially new year and we got this culture from chinese because chinese people during new year they love fireworks they it's always important to have fireworks why to to scare away the evil spirits and bad luck so filipinos somehow got the culture or acquired the culture of using fireworks to scare away uh, bad luck and and bad spirits. So, fireworks. So, what is firework in Cebuano? It's pabuto. Pabuto. P-A-B-U-T-O. Pabuto. It came from the word buto. Buto, which is like to explode or to pop. Buto. So, pabuto is like something for popping or for explosion. Now, you have to be careful with that pronunciation because there is... A word equivalent to vagina in Cebuano. If you mispronounce the word, it can turn into vagina easily. Okay? So be careful with that. So it's pa bu Okay? So the, I'm not going to say the... Well, okay. I'm going to have to say the, the word for vagina here. <laughs> so... Excuse my language but if you mispronounce pabuto and say pabuto buto is actually the word when you have a glottal catch at the end buto that would mean like a vagina so be careful with that okay you don't want to mispronounce this word firework pabuto cuz it's really bad it's people will laugh at you okay next is the word horn like it's because some people some places in Philippines especially my my city Davao City fireworks are not allowed it's illegal to use fireworks in the city so, so what we do we use horns instead to blow some especially children we make we make noises using horns so we blow toy horns to make sounds like really huge sounds so horn in the play type, the, the toy type of horn is Torotot, Torotot in Cebuano. That's Torotot. That's actually an onomatopoeia. It, it means that it, the words are formed according to their sound. So that's an onomatopoeia. So the word is Torotot. How do you spell it? That's T-O-R-O-T-O-T, Torotot. It's also used in Tagalog the same way. So torotot is like a horn that people blow, like children blow to make sounds, to play, to play with sounds. Yeah, torotot horn. Next is a drink. Everybody loves a drink during Christmas and any kind of celebration, right? So it could be an alcoholic drink or non-alcoholic drink. But when you have this word, it often means alcoholic drink. Okay, a drink. In Cebuano, it's ilimnon. Ilimnon. How do you spell ilimnon? That's I-L-I-M-N-O-N. Ilimnon. Mostly, it's alcoholic, but it's not always alcoholic. It could be like just a general type of drink. Okay? Okay, so when you have an alcoholic drink, of course, you're going to get drunk, right? So how do we... What is the Cebuano word for drunk? How do we say drunk in Cebuano? It's... Hobog. Hobog. Hobog is spelled as S U B O G. Hobog. It's both a verb and an adjective. So you can say, Hobog si John. Yeah, John is drunk. Hobog. Okay? Drunk. Drunk as in like intoxicated. Drunk. Hobog. Okay, next is, this is a common thing. When you're too drunk. Sometimes you do crazy things out of drunkness, right? Like, for example, some, uh, a Cebuano or a Filipino, when they get drunk, some, some Filipino would start speaking in English, which is something that you do only when you're drunk. Or you could be crying, you could be saying stuff you shouldn't be saying, or some people ran amok when they're drunk, when they're too drunk. So w- those kind of things that you do when you're drunk We call that Maui. Maui. How do we spell that? That's M-A-U-Y. Maui. It's both a verb and an adjective. It means that someone is like too drunk that they cannot control themselves anymore and they start doing something they would regret later on. That's Maui okay of course after a celebration you need to put away stuff right you need to put away all those trash all the food that you have prepared for so you put it away so to put away in cebuano is hipos. hippos how do we s- how do you spell hipos? that h-i-p-o-s it's not just exclusive to putting away the food it's it it's used for anything to, that you put away with. Like when some, when your mom asks you to put away your toys or to put away your junk or trash in your room, that would be HIPOS put away. Okay? Hippos, HIPOS. H-I-P-O-S. HIPOS. Right. So that's a verb. Now, to clean up, there's a difference between putting away and to clean up, right? To clean up, really, you have to make things, um, like, um, really tidy, right? To clean up. So, to clean up is limpio in Cebuano. And it's a verb. Limpio. L-I-M-P-Y-O. It's both a verb and adjective. When it's a verb, it means to clean up. However, as an adjective, it means it's already clean. It's clean. Okay? Right? Next is, this is a common thing that I think think some people use during Christmas or yeah especially if you're a Westerner you would use this a candle candle so a candle in Cebuano is candila candila which is something that we borrow from Spanish so this is a Spanish word that is borrowed both in Tagalog and Cebuano so candila k-a-n-d-i-l-a-s candila candle candila Right, and it's very... This is also another common thing that Westerners do. It's putting on socks everywhere, right? As a form of decoration to put on some gifts in there. You know, like a Christmas socks that you put somewhere to put gifts on. Okay, so socks, any kind of sock... Any kind of socks for your like shoe. Like It's just normal socks that you wear with your shoe. It's called medias, medias, that's M-E-D-Y-A-S, medias. And that's borrowed from Spanish. Spanish language also use medias, which means socks, medias. Right. Okay, now, when you're given a gift, nor you know, it's not always nice. It's, you know, you could get a good gift, which is maayo, nindut. So it's if it's a good gift you say it's you describe it as a nindot, nindot nindot which means nice pretty beautiful and it's only used for things you're describing something beautiful for things okay it's only for things not for people now now if it's ugly if it's a bad gift it's an ugly gift you say maot maot M-A-O-T, maot, which means ugly in adjective. Okay, so maot can be used for things and for people, you know. It's not a nice thing to call someone maot, but it's still a word. There's still a word for it. So maot is ugly for anything that is ugly, people or things. It's even a gift is maot. Okay, now happy. Now, you know, when you're having a celebration, of course, you're going to be happy, right? So happy in Cebuano is lipay, L-I-P-A-Y, lipay. Right, so lipay is happy in Cebuano. So you can describe, it's an adjective. You can describe someone as lipay kaayo, so someone is very happy. Okay, so you can use all the adjectives that we have discussed here and combine it with the other uh, adverbials that we have discussed in previous uh, episodes, which is, So, you can use all those with the adjectives that we have learned today, okay? To, to spice things up. Right, and lastly, this is the last thing that I'm going to teach you in this episode, and it's something that you give to people normally it can be a gift and but normally it refers to money like a monetary gift or a donation that you give to people during christmas time especially if you have like if you're a godfather or a godmother you normally as a godmother or a godfather you normally give money or gifts to your uh, godchild this is a common practice in philippines so in western countries you probably don't do this but in philippines when you have a godchild you are expected to give it's not mandatory but people are expecting to for you to give something to your to your um what they call this to your uh, godchild so um, the word for a godfather is ninong n i n o n g, and the the godmother is ninang n i n a g. Now, the thing that you give during Christmas to your to your godchild is what we call pinaskuhan. Pinascohan. It came from the word Pasco. So it's often given during Christmas. Pinascohan. How do you spell it? P I N A S K O H A N. Pinascohan. So Pinascohan means something that you give during Christmas. Pinascohan. Right. So anything that you give to your godchild is a pinaskuhan or it's not just for godchild it's anyone that you give money or a gift to the thing that you give is called pinaskuhan right a company could be giving you a pinaskuhan as like a bonus or that or just a gift um, other people would also give you pinaskuhan as well. Your grandparents could be giving you pinaskuhan as well. So anything that is given as a gift during Christmas is called pinaskuhan. May it be money or, or something else. All right. So those are the vocabularies and the and the uh, phrases that you need to learn in Cebuano. All right. So I do have some few phrases as well that you need that you can learn as well. So. Just to add up, okay? Just to add up. So, other phrases that that you can use as well during Christmas is this one. Delicious. Very delicious. So, delicious in Cebuano is lamit. Delicious is lamit. So, when you're enjoying a food, you can say, oh, lamit ang pagaon. So, the food is very yummy very tasty. So, delicious is lamit. Very is kaayo. So you can say lami kaayo. So lami, L-A-M-I, is an adjective for delicious. Right. Now, if somebody asks you, oh, um, how was the food? Is the food okay? Or how was the gift? Was it okay? You can say, oh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It means that you're satisfied with it. Now, how do you say that? In Cebuano, we say saktora. Saktora. Sakto would mean... Um, enough or exact or proper, sakto, and then ra is an attitudinal particle, with, that would indicate that indicates satisfaction. So it can be translated as just in English. So sacto ra would mean just fine or just okay, okay. And you only you use this only when asked about something, or um, um, when you're asked about opinion. About your opinion, so saktora. it's okay, okay. Right, now when you're on a table, and you need, you know, when you're on a table sitting with everyone else, having dinner with everyone else during Despera sa Pasko, if you still remember what Disperas is. So this during Despera sa Pasko, everybody is having a handa. You're eating the Handa or the Hikai, right? So when when it's far when the food is far from you, you ask someone to pass over that thing to pass over the food. So how do you say to pa- how do you tell someone to pass over something to you? You say palihog sa and then the thing. Palihog literally means please and then sa would be like four and then the thing whatever that thing is that you want to be passed to you for example sa tubig, please pass the water or water please or something like that it's sa. so sa, and then the thing so please for the water for the food for the sudan, whatever it is that you need to you need something passed to you so sa, and then the thing okay Next is thank you, to say thank you in Cebuano would, as simple, would be as simple as saying salamat, salamat, S-A-L-A-M-A-T, salamat. Or if you're very grateful, you can say daghang salamat, daghang salamat. So daghan and then salamat, which means many thanks or thank you very much, right? Right, if you're very hungry already and you still haven't eaten, you're waiting for Christmas Eve. Sometimes it gets a little, you get a little famished waiting for the Christmas Eve to, you know, for the party to sell to start. So, how do you say hungry? I'm hungry in Cebuano. That would be gigutom nako, gigutom nako. So g i g u t u m, gigutom, and then particle na na and then the pronoun ko which is i so i am already hungry na is equivalent to already in cebuano so gigotom is like an action that happened in the past so gigutom is like hungry in english it's hungry is a is an adjective but in cebuano it's a verb to go hungry i'm already hungry so gigutom na ko Means, I'm already hungry. Came from the word gutom, which is a verb, which means to be hungry. Okay, I'll explain the verb, the prefix gi-verb later because it's a very long topic and we haven't even gotten into the pronouns yet. Okay, so gi-gutom na ko is I'm hungry. Next, so after a celebration, of course, you're going to have to clean up. So how do you say let's clean up? let's clean up so you're gonna tell everybody oh everybody let's clean up so how do you say that we say mag limpio nata remember limpio is to clean or to put away right limpio is to put away or to clean something limpio now mag is of durative kind of action which is in a future kind of action So maglimpyo, M-A-G-L-I-M-P-Y-O, maglimpyo, again, particle na, which is already na, so maglimpyo, will clean already, us, ta, kita, short for kita, which is a pronoun for us, inclusive, you, me, and the others, kita, okay? Maglimpyo na kita would means... Uh, would mean, let's clean up. Maglimpyo nata, Maglimpyo na Okay? Of course, this last phrase that I'm going to teach you is a very common phrase to express your happiness. If you want to say, oh, I'm very happy. I am very happy with the celebration, with a Christmas, with a gift, with all the things that we have during the celebration. So, I'm happy. How do you say, I'm happy? In Cebuano, we say "lipay." The adjective "lipay," remember, "lipay" means happy or enjoyed. "Lipay," "kaayo" is very. So, "lipay kaayo" would be very happy or very satisfied or very enjoyed, something like that. It's it's a weird English, but it's it's hard to translate it in, in English. So, "lipay" would mean happy, and "kaayo" would be very. So, very happy. And then the the pronoun ko, which is I. So, I am very happy. Lipay kayo ko. Okay? Right. So, those are the phrases, the greetings, the responses, and the vocabularies that you need to learn during Christmas. Now, if you want to go back to it to relearn everything that I have mentioned, I'm pretty sure you're not going to get it in one go. So, you're going to have to keep on repeating until you memorize it. The best way to learn in this podcast is to write down all the vocabularies that I've given you, including the explanations, so that you can remember them. So... As we go on talking about sentence structure or phrase structure, you can incorporate all the vocabularies, all the phrases that we have discussed so far and use them in the sentences or understand how the sentences are as we go on with our podcast lesson. Okay, I hope this uh, this has been a helpful episode for you during christmas it's something that you can listen to i'm going to um add more vocabularies this whole season in this whole season for this podcast i'm going to provide you all the vocabularies essential vocabularies so that as we go on with learning more phrases you can have something to use right you can you can come up with something using the vocabularies that i have taught you all right. Okay, so that is it for our episode for today. Thank you very much for listening. And please, please subscribe to my podcast. If you want to have a lesson with me, check out the description box. You can contact me through my email or you can contact me through my Instagram. You can also make a donation. I would be very happy if you could make a donation through Patreon or through BuyMeACoffee.com. Please do make a, uh, ma- please do make a donation. It really helps a lot. It, it it helps me spend more time making episodes for you. Right now, I only have one um, patron. So, but if you don't want to, you know make a donation you can buy my book that's a very good way to support my podcast or if you want to have a one-on-one lesson with me to learn the Cebuano structures everything one-on-one I'm going to give you everything that you're going to need including practices um, the structure I'm going to explicitly explain everything to you including attitudinal particles and all the verb structures that you need to learn in order to speak. And we're going to have a lot of activities for you to practice on. So if you want that, please do contact me so we can set up a schedule for you. I'm going to make time if you want to have a schedule, uh, schedule lesson with me. Right. And again, that is it. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully, I'll see you again next time on my next episode of this podcast. Alright. Have a great evening. Maayong Pasko yung tanan. And I'll see you probably next year. 2023. Alright. Amping pirmi. Bye-bye.